Thanks for downloading the pod. A little producer note, as we had a little bit of mic glitching as we were recording the podcast, the interview is great and that came out very clear, but there is a couple of spots where you might hear the mic skip a little bit. It does get back to normal and it should be fine for the rest of the show. Sorry about that. We'll work on that for better quality next week. Otherwise... Let's get right to it. This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Your Forest. Your Forest is a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment, renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find your forest wherever you get your podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com that's yourforestpodcast.com enjoy the show hey fellas we ain't gonna ever back down for nobody i don't care who it is this is a brotherhood and if we stand strong together we can't be denied if one of us go down we have another and another it's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, a part of the CFPN. Uh, Find all of the Canadian Football Podcast Network shows and follow them. I'm Andrew, and uh, welcome in to the district tonight. Uh, we are having an amazing and fun show. We're excited to uh, have a great guest and, and have some good chats. Uh, first, though, let's bring in the regular crew so that you uh, you know who is here. Of course, starting with the one and only out from Turf District West, Superfan Mike. There it is. Oh! Ooh, fancy! Look, <laughs> my birthday gift to myself. Yes. That was like um that was like a really good roll in and out like it's like you practiced it. That's amazing. It's almost like uh, spending all day in front of a mirror. Actually uh, <laughs> the word jazz hands wouldn't fit this too many letters so oh. that was my second. So yeah, that'll do. Oh, you couldn't you couldn't have Jantlers on there? Like no, that would have been amazing. Just, yeah. That, that would have been great, but sadly was... doesn't fit. Oh, well, not fair. Those obviously those are not made properly. We need to fix nope. that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I did like the super fan one though. That's amazing. That's, that's so awesome. And, <laughs> and totally suiting for you. And we've, and we've missed you, Mike. We hope you're feeling better and that we get uh, glad you're here to chat. Well, you know, it's going to take a lot more than that to, to keep me down. So. Good. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Um, yep. Also here tonight uh, from Turf District South, way South, uh, the one and only commissioner, Kayla. How are you, Kayla? Mm-hmm. Not too far south, not YYC south. Let's, no. let's, <laughs> let's uh, clear that 
us right now. <laughs> Fair. We sell yeah. for us. Right? Yeah, well, free. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. I have a question. Yes. Are you allowed to, it's not defacing, but deface a license plate? Like, can you put antler stickers? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm on your license plate? Because sure. I feel like those kind of could be jowlers. They could <laughs> be. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> that, would, that would be amazing. And then just, just yeah, problem put, solved. Put just jazz on the, the on, the, on the license plate and then put antlers on each side. Yep. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, I, like this. I like this. All right. Let's bring in our guest because yes. uh, we don't want to waste uh, any time on this. Um, I, I will be just before I bring him in, I will say thank you to everyone who's joining us on YouTube live. Uh, and if you've downloaded the show, thank you for downloading the show and make sure you share that link with all of your CFL friends so they can hear from our amazing guest too. Um, and then uh, make sure you're adding your questions in the chat for our guest and we will get to those later on in the show uh and also hey you know we're only 73 follows away from 2500 on twitter so if you guys could help us out with that we'd love to get there before camp that would be a very cool thing all right let's bring in our amazing guest Uh, i feel like i should do a wrestling intro uh but this week (laughs) we are joined by the 2017 cfl rookie of the year the 2017 gray cup champion and current elks running back Uh, it's time to get wilder with uh, the one and only james wilder jr thank you for joining us sir there it is (laughs) (laughs) those are totally different gentlers i'm learning from the best (laughs) (laughs) i'm waiting for the license plate to roll up that says get wilder and go back down again don't give me ideas (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to make your wife upset. What do you mean? I don't need that special thing. we got to get wilder on everything. Come on. That's that's everything. amazing. It's only right. It's only right. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. How's, how's the off season been for you so far? Man, it's been great, man. It's been very well. Um, now, as we get closer to June, it's getting hard. My son, he's in football, and I'm he's five, and I'm completely living through the kids right now. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine you, they're taking up all of your time. I'm betting at this particular moment, like it's. <laughs> yeah, man. I so I'm halfway coaching. I'm a halfway parent, halfway coaching. And um, at the beginning of the season, um, I got one taste of a game. I text all the parents and I said, "Hey guys, we're gonna um, we're gonna practice four times a week." <laughs> I'm just kind of living through. Yeah, and um, the parents, man, we have some diehard parents that you know they love football, so they're with it, man. We're having fun. Oh, that is amazing. That's that is amazing. like, that's a lot of coaching. And uh, I, I have a, I have a boy who's in football in, in the fall. And I know that, you know, it's like three nights a week is a lot. <laughs> and then your games and all those things you and as a coach, that's probably even more so than, uh, than anything now. Hey, but I, one of the reasons we got you on the show is because uh, you announced earlier on that it's uh, Wilder Week starts next week um yes. as you are going to be uh back in edmonton um and at the end of the week you have a, a camp going on so um tell us a bit about that we're going to get into it more a little later but i want to know up front kind of what uh, what what you have planned for that because it sounds amazing oh for sure so um i'm going to be doing wild a week it's the week before my camp and what i what i attempt to do is i'll reach out to as many high schools as possible they reach out back to me and I try to arrange to visit three schools a day, one elementary school, one middle school, one high school a day. And I mean, we're just on rush. Tomorrow is going to be uh, the Throwback Thursday. So it's actually my son's birthday, but it's going to be <laughs> Throwback Thursday as well. 
I'm going to be posting some old videos in Toronto from literally rushing from elementary school to middle school to high school. And it's just like a fun vibe. I get in with the kids. We get in with the classrooms, kind of get a quick message out, and I'm on to the next school. Um, I think it's pretty fun. Um, man, I just want to kind of do something. Anything is possible. Um, I'm coming the week before, so I just want to visit all the schools. Last, This is what I love to do. Last year, we couldn't do it because of COVID, and um, I kind of want to try to use this time. I, I didn't. I wasn't there this offseason, so I want to use this time to kind of give back most as possible and, um, you know, have fun with some of the kids out there. That's amazing. Um, we always love when we have someone on the show to kind of go back. Speaking of being a kid, um, <laughs> when did you start with football? And, and did you have any sort of camps like this when you were growing up in Florida? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I, I mean, I started playing football at a very early age because my, you know, my father played football. So right. I was I was kind of born into it. But um, I mean, I've, I've you know, camps wasn't really. Camps wasn't really a thing, man. I mean, I guess, I mean, like I said, I just turned 30 April 14th, so I guess I'm a little older, but the youth camps wasn't such, you know, it wasn't really a thing how it is now. You know, I mean, we we, we had maybe one camp a year, but now I'm here in Florida, it's camps every, every other week, you know, for these kids, which is good. I love it. You know, I love it. So, um, you know, I'm doing something online where I'm trying to get every, uh, I'll reach out to a few sponsors even, um, to even some sponsors are donating and sponsoring kids to this camp. So when I get to these schools, I'm going to reach out to the principal and teachers to these schools, great students, maybe who can't really financially get into these camps. Um, somebody who's doing in school, I want to kind of gra grab a group of kids from each school to kind of just bring them out, you know, bring them out maybe because their financial reasons, they can't afford it. And I don't want them to have to miss out on a, on a, such a great event. Oh, Man, that's, that's amazing. Uh, now, hang on a second, though. Did you say you're getting kind of old? Did you say you were 30? Yeah. <laughs> but 30, dirty 30, dog. <laughs> well, um, oh, all right. Man. Well, I'm just going to grab my walker for the rest of this conversation, but that's fine. All right. Uh, sorry, Kayla. Stepped oh, on you again, you but I, could, I no, couldn't miss that one. Yeah. You guys are good. <laughs> I, I mean, I, when I feel old, you know there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> You guys oh are my good. goodness! I promise. I promise. Well, I, I, other than the obvious of JW Senior, did you have a favorite player growing up? Um, yeah. I mean, I was a big fan of Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, he was just one of those taller backs. Looking up to my father growing up, you know, he was a, you know, as you guys know, as football fans, you know, the running back position was that bigger, six three, two hundred twenty five pound, exactly what I am now. Um, starting to come up, that kind of started to disappear out of football. It started to go to the smaller, shiftier backs. And then you always have the – it's always like four or five backs that's in the league that, you know, they're just those six, three bigger guys. And I kind of attached to Adrian Peterson because he was the bigger guy who can kind of run, block, and, you know, run, block, and catch. And I kind of wanted to be that guy more – it's more of an upgraded game than when my father plays. <laughs> so that's who I kind of attached it to. <laughs> Shout out to Pops. There we go. Look, no, I don't. Nobody's older than my Pops, so you guys, you guys can feel young. <laughs> I'm not going to close, out, but you guys can look at the years, man. You guys can feel young. <laughs> well, we. I'll take it. Yeah, I was going to say I'm. I'm not going to complain about that. That that totally makes sense to me. Um. So, then, so now you you just kind of talked about this, like like you're a big dude, and um 
I remember actually when I first I first met you right after the the Grey Cup win in 2017, and um, mm-hmm. it actually was the next day. I was out walking with uh, Lori Bercy, and she's like, "Oh, that's James," and I'm like, <laughs> "Like Wilder? Okay." And um, <laughs> but I'm like, she's the "Wow!" She's like the he, he's the, I'm like, "Holy geez, you know, you're, you're a big dude." Now, like, when did you come into doing the running back position, though? Like, did you ever think you were going to play a different position? Yeah, it was <laughs> it's funny you actually asked that. It was funny. Um it, it was actually hard coming up, man, and trying to choose. So I'm I'm a bigger guy and um since high school I was six two. I was six two and I was already two hundred and fifteen pounds in high school. Which wow. that's all that's already bigger Dang. than most NFL running backs or most <laughs> running back period, right? You know, so um coming out of high school I was the number one running back and number one linebacker in the um in the nation at the time. So what it was it was hard because a lot of lot a lot of colleges they were gonna bring me in, but I had to kind of figure out and kind of weave out what school what you know what colleges were gonna really let me play running back and who was gonna really try to switch me to linebacker. So I weaved out I weaved out a lot of schools because I wanted you know I kind of wanted to just I mean when I first started playing football you know I wanted to just kind of live up to pops you know we're number thirty two that big running back those are the highlights I was watching I mean I was always. I watched cartoons, but I was watching a lot of highlights, man, was my cartoon growing up. Just pop in that. I'm going to show my age again, but pop in that VCR. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we, I used to watch it all day, man. So, I mean, I, I was already – it was no, it was nothing nobody could do to get me to play, nothing but running back. Oh, oh. Now, you're going to play for Chris Jones. You realize that that might mean you actually will play linebacker, right? Like that. I lo- So that's the thing, though. So that is the thing. I love linebacker. I really love linebacker. I told Chris Jones this. Um, I said, yo, I can play linebacker just as much as I can play running back. They just made me choose. I was like, they made me choose. Uh, last time I played, I was ranked number one on both sides, bro. I, I just had – they made me choose. I think I could do both. And he's like, don't tell me that. You know, I'll do it. And I was like, bro, I'm dead serious. And he was um, he was telling me about um, A.C. Leonard and Deron Carter and – He's like, man, I do this every year. I'm dead serious. And I was like, man, I am a football player. Do not tag me as running back. I want to play some linebacker too. I said, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm dead serious. I'll, I'll be your best linebacker. And he's like, okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll see how camp is. It's going to be pretty exciting um, <laughs> to see what happens in camp. <laughs> hey, we we had Odell Willis kicking off. So, I mean, anything's possible, right? So. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, uh, you came into the league in 2017 with the Argos. Uh, I think most Edmonton fan remember your debut against the Green and Gold. You had Uh, 190 yards rushing, 67 yards catching. You were the leading rusher and the leading receiver for the Argos that game and just demolished us. Um, Was it kind of a culture shock coming to the Canadian Football League or was it some just, you know, just it's football is football? Um, it's definitely, it's definitely different. You know, it's definitely different. And, um, something that I prided myself on was, you know, to come in and, and, and leave my mark ASAP, which that didn't happen. You know, I think you guys were like week nine on the schedule right. <laughs> and I wasn't a starter. I wasn't a starter until then. You guys were the first start or I don't want to say you guys, but us now, you know, yeah. we were the first start and, um, you know, I just wanted to leave my mark. I'll never forget. Um, coach Tressman put me you know, he put me into the meeting, into the team meeting, and he told the rest of the team, hey, James has been texting me for about two weeks that he thinks he should start, so we're going to give him this start, and let's see what happened. And he kind of just threw me out there in front of the whole team as a challenge. And um, I remember guys like S.J. Green and Bear Woods, 
you know, these are Hall of Fame guys. Ricky Ray pulling me to the side was like, hey, this is a great opportunity. And I'm like, wow, this is I'm up here in Canada. Like, no offense. I didn't know anything about the CFL. And just as I just start to study the game, I'm like, I'm with all these Hall of Famers. Tressman is probably going to be a Hall of Fame coach. And I'm like, I just got called out. I remember calling my dad like, yo, I just got called out. I'm going to start. I got to I got to go hard. Like, I got to make a big splash. And I mean, that's how it shook out. It sure did. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, you, you did that. Yeah, <laughs> just just a bit. Like that 2017, that that whole year for you. And I mean, rookie of the year, that Grey Cup game. Oh man, as a as an Edmonton fan, I could go on and on and on and on and on about the Argos beating the Stamps. So we won't go there. But I was a very very happy girl. But I was sweating definitely in the last like 49 seconds of that game. It was like negative 23, trust me. I was sweating, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. You say you were sweating. You were running around the field before the game with no shirt on. (laughs) Man, but uh, I know. I know. It's right. Yeah, I know. But, man, the way that game ended, I I promise my my hands were still sweating. It was crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so such a good game so i i do want to well we want to know about your favorite memories from that entire year but i want to know in that winnipeg game i think earlier in the season um when tristan i might butcher his last name okapalgu go okay yes he intercepted well, oh, that oh, bo- i don't know if you said it right don't put that on me but i, <laughs> no, I, I know who you're talking about though Go, right is that Mike? You're okay. the encyclopedia. Is that okay? Yeah, that one. Okay. okay, so he intercepted from Ricky Ray. How in the world did you catch that man? <laughs> man, I like I, when I watched that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When I watched that on film, that I was kind of amazed how far I was and kind of didn't hesitate and just start running. <laughs> I mean, I really, I really don't. I mean, I don't know how I did that. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I just know that's kind of how, um, you know, that's that's what we were about, man. That was the brotherhood that we had on the team. And like I said, at the time, what was it, 2017, I might have been, I think I was like 25 or 26. And all I knew in the CFL was I'm playing with Hall of Famers. I had guys like Ricky Ray. I had guys like SJ Green. And Tressman had us, like, we built a, a, a family very quick. And I love that. And um, when he threw that interception, I mean, I remember the first thing in my head was like, I cannot let Ricky Ray throw a pick six. I can't let, I got to have his back. Like, this is my chance to show him I have his back. And, um, you know, it, it ended up being exactly at the one-yard line, which is crazy. I mean, that's just kind of how you plan it on the angle you take. And, I mean, I guess it was a perfect angle. <laughs> Man, God gifted you with jets in your boots. Seriously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you have any other favorite memories from that year? Um, I mean that, um, I mean, just the great cup, just the great cup. It, it was, it was just a Cinderella ending. Like yeah. I said, I mean, I'm, I'm from Florida. Um, you know, I played at Florida state, you know, I haven't played in any snow games. So here we are my first snow game. I'm trying to psych myself out. I'm like, I'm going to go out here shirtless. I'm not going to think about the code. I'm going to get my mind right. But that that's, that's the whole thing behind that. I was like, I'm going to come out here. I, I'm always shirtless before my game. So. I'm like, I'm not going to switch anything just because of the cold. You're going to psych my mind to think that this cold means nothing. And, I mean, I, I, no offense not to be rude, but, I mean, I couldn't feel my nipples for, like, a week after that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that I never was so cold in my whole life, I promise. <laughs> but that was a special day, man. I remember I, I was able to score. I have that touchdown ball today, uh, till, still to today. 
And um, that was just a special moment, man. Every day I try to, you know, I take a good look at that ring and, you know, I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's the, the championship. Not a lot of people can say they, they won it. It's people that, you know, you get vets every year on the team. I played in the league for 10 years. I never got it. And I'm just like, wow, you'll think coming into the league, you know, it's nine teams. Eventually everybody will get it. But that's not the case. Needs a brother. It needs another ring. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying, man, I'm trying to stack them up too, man. That's yeah. The first thing I told Jonesy. I said, hey, Jonesy. I promise, ask him. I said, Jones, I'm not going to lie, man. I said, I won the Grey Cup, and I think I've been on the bottom. My team's been on the bottom of the league every year. I said, I'm, I'm, I want to win just as bad as you, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we want a green and gold ring. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we have to get it. Have to get it. We're yeah. going to get it. We're working for it. Trust me. I love it. I love it. Now, so, yeah, 2021 comes around. You. You joined the Elks as a free agent, uh, coming out of retirement at that point because of the the missed 2020 season. Um, I mean, it wasn't obviously, the, like we said, it wasn't the season that we all wanted last year. But what what was it like when you first walked into that locker room at Commonwealth? Well, I'm not going to lie, man. Um, you're not. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been in the locker rooms, mm-hmm. but you know, in no shot. I, I mean, you got look, I love Toronto. I love Toronto. You know, they gave me my shot to come here you know, after the NFL, but the difference between the locker rooms and the hot tubs and cold tubs and everything, I was wild. I was amazed. Soon I walked through, I was like, what? You guys got cold tubs and hot tubs? (laughs) I was like, like, we didn't even have that. So I was already amazed and just the whole locker room, it actually being, you know, it felt like ours, you know, instead of like renting, I just felt like more at home instead of renting fields and, you know, doing all that stuff. And, it just didn't feel like home. You got to keep renting the locker room. And some days, if it's a soccer game, we couldn't even go to our own locker room sometimes. I like the fact that it just felt like home. It felt like ours. You know what I'm saying? The indoor facility. If, if anything, we can just go to the indoor facility instead of trying to, like, find fields to rent. So it just felt like home. You know, it felt like home. Everybody there was very welcoming. Um, you know, everybody inside of the office. I cannot freaking wait to meet the people of Edmonton. I promise. That's why I cannot. I'm, gonna, I'm doing the camp. I'm going to try to meet the kids, everything. Most I'm going to set up so many events this season, and I can't wait to meet them um, because they, you know, they stuck it out. You know, they stuck it out with us last year, man. Last year was brutal, dog. I'm not going to lie. And um, they stuck it out, so they deserve it, and um, that's what that's what I'm going to try to give to them. Oh, that's yeah. a way to, you know, get into everyone's heart, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> one thing I've always been is I've been a huge fan of the running back and running plays, especially. I'm always trying to get more running plays in a, in a game and everything else. <laughs> you had some great ones last year. You had a nice 29-yarder that was just outstanding. Um, do, you, do you have any favorite plays either that you uh, ran last year or that were in the playbook that you just couldn't wait to get on the field? Um, Honestly, my favorite play uh, from last year was against Winnipeg. Um, I think we were, uh, I think we was on the 20 yard line and I think we was coming off a TV timeout. We just had a big play that put us on the 20 yard line and we was having trouble that game scoring. Um, and coach said, we're going to score, we're going to score this job. We're going to score this job. And we were on the 20 yard line. I looked at Greg Ellison and, um, Beard. Um, and I told them and Matt O'Donnell, I did tell Matt O'Donnell too. And I said, yo, why the heck do we have to like score this job? Like, why not this play? And um, coach called the run play, my run play. And then Beard and Matt, Matt O'Donnell, they both turned to me. and was like, why not this play now? Let's do it. Let's go. And I scored, I think it was like a 20 or 19-yard touchdown. And that, I mean, I just had goosebumps. And after the touchdown, just talking to the camera and hugging Beard and Matt O'Donnell. That just, I mean, that's what, I mean, That's those times and those memories are like movies to me. You know what I'm saying? Those are stuff that people make up 
and put inside of movies. You know what I'm saying? And this is happening inside <laughs> of my career. So, I mean, that, that was pretty special for me and, um, and the team. Oh, that's I, I, I just need to point out um, Labor Day in Calgary, that one play where you got an extra 10 yards because no Stampeder <laughs> defensive guy could bring you down. That lives in my brain rent free. But I thank you for that. It's a great memory. Hopefully, hopefully we can get some 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 great more. We're going to get more great memories this season. Yes, especially in Calgary. Thanks so much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you signed the extension in January with Chris Jones as head coach. And what are you most excited for this year? Man, just honestly playing for Chris Jones, man. His, his resume. Everybody knows about him. I mean, I, I call vets around the league. You know, he, he's, he's respected around the league. I call vets around the league before I signed. Hey, what to expect? How is he? And everybody held him up to the highest standard. Man, you want to play for him. He's all about winning. He's not political. This guy just wants to win. And he's like, you're going to laugh when you hear his country accent. And I was like, it can't be that bad. I'm I'm Southern. Southern. And then, and then I heard him. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. That's my, yeah. Hey, but listen, man, Jonesy's my guy, man. I mean, like. We have a strong relationship. We we hop on the phone literally every week, and I haven't had that relationship with a, you know, with a GM. Um, wow. I mean, he's a head coach too, but GM head coach. We're hopping on the phone, talking football. We're talking recruitment. We're talking my five year old son's football games. We're talking. <laughs> we're just getting on the phone, man. That's how excited we are to get this season going. Wow, has he called you a Yahoo yet? Because he does that a lot. No, I got a nice. <laughs> I haven't got, I haven't, I don't, I got the Yahoo yet. Okay, that's good. I mean, maybe so, man. Sometimes he's, he, once he gets going, man, sometimes, you know, I might miss a few words. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, but hey, I go with it, man. I, I understand him. And um, he's, uh, man, he's a hell of a guy, man. I love Jonesy already. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, it's, that's awesome to hear that you're getting that, that connection too, right? And, um, for sure. Um, you got to make him part of Wilder Week. Like, come on, we got to be like, come on, get get Jonesy chatting with people. That'd be funny. Oh man, for sure. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be right if I just told everything, man. So just be. We got some surprises, man. I got a nice Hall of Famer coming to the. I'll give that out. I'm not going to give the name. I got a nice Hall of Famer that the Green and Gold is going to love. He's in history. He got a couple of great cups. He led the team to a couple of great cups, and he's going to be at the camp. So. uh you know, hopefully we can get some of these kids to the camp and they can meet this guy because just as much as I look at guys like Ricky Ray and SJ Green, this guy, this, that's how I view him as well. Oh, so, uh, signs of child for camp. Get. That's all okay, you guys that's get. good. Yep, okay. Um, okay, <laughs> you're going to get another chance for this, but just plug, where, where do people go to, to sign up for the camp? Okay, so on my social media, I am underscore Wilder32. I A M underscore W I L D E R three two on Twitter and Instagram. You can go in the bios and the link is in the bio. It will be a Eventbrite. It'll be on okay. Eventbrite and you can simply click on it. It's going to show the date, the event, what it's about, how lit it's going to be. And then you just literally click, get your ticket and um, you bring your um, receipt there and we're going to have fun. You're going to be able to tour the locker room. You're going to be able to tour, see the doctors, the hot tub, the cold tub, that wild me, hopefully the wild <laughs> kids too as well. Um, you know, we're going to show them the tra uh, great tradition that's going on in the locker room and all the history in the city of champions. And then we're going to go have some fun and then we're going to take them down to the stadium and eat with the players. And it's hopefully just try to give them a great experience, um, one to remember and send them on their way. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Mike, do we have a couple of good uh, questions from the YouTube chat there that we can yeah, uh, throw James's way? You betcha. So let's go through a few here. Uh, here's one. Uh, Derek Mapstone's asking, uh, does James like running the ball or catching passes out of the backfield better? Mm, I honestly... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's okay. So um, for my football pride, I honestly like running the ball better. It always usually works out better if you look at the average catching the ball because running the ball, you got to run through the big 300-pound guys catching the ball you catch it out there sometimes and they're like 180 190 sometimes sometimes 170 so you know it's easier to kind of shred those guys off than shredding the 300 pounders so we're going to see lots of wheel routes from lots of real <laughs> routes man a, a, a lot of routes getting me out in space man i love it Awesome. That's awesome. All right, Mike. Awesome. Uh, Brian Alverson asks, uh, hi, JWJ. What do you think a young running back needs to do to set himself apart in the CFL? Uh, A young running back, special teams, man. Special teams. I always say special teams. And um, that's, you know, when guys get in the league, that's actually one of the things that Jonesy asked me. He was like, hey, are you afraid of special teams? I was like, no. Label me a football player. I want to win a championship, man. Like, don't label me a running back. Like, I feel like I'm an athlete. Wherever I can help the team, put me there. And, I mean, I think if um, a young running back, you know, sometimes I just want to play running back. You know, I'm a running back. I don't play special teams that don't take it serious. That's your first way out of the league, man. But special teams, take it serious. It can keep you keep you making some game checks for a long time. That's awesome. Uh, all right, one more. Uh, Coach Vic asks, uh, how do you view the new rule change with the hash marks getting narrower to sort of that NFL width of the, of the goalposts? Oh, I've seen that today. I haven't, I haven't had a chance. Is that the young? I haven't had a chance to look through the, all the rules, but I think that helps out, man. I think that helps out. Uh, from what I've seen, you know, centering the ball, it limits the plays. With the, the, the hashes are wide. So being yeah. stuck on the right side, being stuck on the left side, on that wide field, that really limits a lot of plays that you can run if you get stuck on one of those sides. So I think this really, um, I think this really helps the offenses. And, um, you know, of course, you know, you got some defensive guys texting me in a group message, pretty upset thinking all the, it's all favorable to the offense, but Hey, I'm on offense right now. No complaints. Well, at least can we see what Jonesy does at least. <laughs> you may change your mind if they put you at linebacker. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> it's like okay go run that whole field go uh that's that, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun in games all right okay super fan you are up i will switch it over to you and uh, you can tell us some uh, lovely items that you have in the horde and tell this evening the horde and tell yeah uh last week two weekends ago uh there was a um a collector show out in Sherwood Park that I managed to go to. And uh, there wasn't a ton of CFL stuff there. It was mostly hockey, but it was more of a chance to get together with some friends that are also CFL collectors and kind of get together and mostly just talk shop kind of thing. Uh, I did manage to find a few items there, but mostly it was just trading between the, the, the group of us, which was kind of fun. <laughs> and some of the things I got, um, things I really like are... Um, at some point, Edmonton has put out their own like newsletters or fanzines, if you will. Um, they did them in the late 50s, early 60s, and they did them again in 1981. And I managed to get some of each of those, which is kind of cool. Oh, uh, here's nice. the one from the 80s. It's sort of a you know about the little smaller than the Edmonton Sun, but you kind of get the idea there. Hopefully, you can see that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so there's uh, there's about uh, seven, I think, of those from 1981. I've got. 
uh, all of them here now, which is nice. Uh, all different kinds of years and everything else. So that was kind of fun to get. But one of the things I really liked was in uh, 58, they started something called Igloo Items, uh, which changed its name in 59 to Touchdown, then back to Igloo Items in 60. And I think those might have been the only three years. Um, and they look kind of like this. So these were mailed to everyone uh, that was sort of fans, oh, wow. if you were part of the Touchdown Club. So it's uh, got the green on green text on white with some a little bit of color, some great photos on the inside. It's just a little four-pager. Yeah. Hopefully you can sort of see all of that. Uh, so I got a couple of those from 1960. That's uh, issues three and four. There's another one. Oh, wow. And again, Amazing. some great so articles on there talking about the uh, Ladies Quarterback Club, which was the uh, very first. Edmonton was the first team to ever do a Ladies Club for football, uh, much similar to the Women's Dinner or the Football 101 that is specifically for women. Uh, back in 50, 50 or 51, we actually, it was the first team, our first city in North America to create that. And that was one of those things that they sort of provided for people who are members of the Touchdown Club and the Ladies Quarterback Club. Oh, wow. That's cool. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that is amazing. Lit. Super cool. Um, so now you're, um, uh, when you get all those, then were you pulling trades for those? Yeah, so I usually bring a few things down for trades, things that I've got doubles of or just don't really fit in the collection. Uh, obviously, when you've got a room behind you, eventually it runs out of space. So you need to sort of say, okay, well, I'm going to focus more on this and less on that and things like that. So I've got a couple more footballs coming for the wall behind me. And, uh, you know, hopefully this is going to get a used helmet. So we'll see. Okay. You run out of space? I do believe. Can I get something in there before you run out? Get some Please do. Oh, yeah. Hang on a second. Absolutely. Let me bring you back here. Hang on. That's a nice setup. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. There's always room. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we can <laughs> get rid of some of this stuff. We want stuff everywhere. We want stuff everywhere. Um, okay. Uh, just going to make sure that's showing. There we go. Make sure you get your camera back. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Superfan. That was amazing. Um, all right. So we got some rapid fire questions for you here, James. Um, actually, just quickly, I just was seeing in the chat, it was saying that our audio cut out, but I think it came back on. So um, I think we should be good. Uh, but somebody can confirm that for us. Okay. So rapid fire questions for you, James. Let's start with an easy one. Uh, what's your favorite meal? Chicken Alfredo. Ooh, nice. That's an easy one, easy answer. Um, <laughs> so now you were telling us how busy you are with the family. Um, how how many kids do you have again? We're five deep. Five? Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy man. Five deep. Three, three boys, two girls, man. Three boys, two girls. Nine being the oldest and one years old being the youngest. And I have a middle one, uh, six, actually birthday tomorrow. Wow. Awesome. Holy cow. You, uh, you realize like they more than double outnumber you now, right? Like that's... Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it, it's busy. You, you thought the football season was busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have three and i could not imagine going to <laughs> anymore like three three is good that's that's lots um what do you uh what do you like to listen to what's your uh what's your favorite tunes what's your favorite type of uh band and, and music um i'm i'm hip-hop man i'm all over man i'm old hip-hop man i'm classic hip-hop uh 90s hip-hop uh rap now of course when i'm chilling sometimes i'll throw in some lofty <laughs> no <laughs> words um, Love it. I think it's is it Lafayette or Lo-Fi? Lo-Fi. See, I just honestly seen it on YouTube one day. Mm. It was just a good vibe while I was working on my computer, mm -hmm. and uh, now I kind of almost listen to it every time I go to work. You know, every time I get on the computer, I kind of just throw that on on YouTube. That's a new genre that I never even knew was a thing. So, Love it. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what do you, uh, what, well, I know you probably don't have a lot of spare time, but when you do, are you watching anything on Netflix or anything like that? Oh uh, man, I'm always watching YouTube and youth football all around the league, man. I just, like I said, I <laughs> fell in love with youth football. I, I really didn't know how much you could love it. I mean, I, I might not even love it as much as I think. I might really. I'm not joking when I tell you guys I'm, I'm living through the kids right now. Like I really, I need football right now. I'm missing it pretty bad. So, <laughs> on my Camp's coming, time, man. I'm literally like watching youth football and trying to figure out just you know new things to add to my team. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's like uh, yeah i was gonna say i miss football well very soon you're going to be getting hit that's how that's right it's coming right around the corner um okay another easy one uh cookies or chips oh cookies okay <laughs> it's funny we're getting fairly uh like uh you know half and half on that one that's that's pretty good um do you have any pre-game rituals other than running around the field with no shirt on no shirt um and, okay um, <laughs> of course, no shirt and uh, no shoes. No, no, no shoes, no socks. Just really? Get my feet, yeah, get my feet, get feel as one with the field. You know, it's the kind of thing that I put my mentals through. Um, you'll, if you ever see me walking around the field, you'll notice I'm barefooted always. You know, so I kind of just kind of attached to the turf, kind of attached to the earth, and you know, that's kind of my connection with the field and my football life. <laughs> wow, I I'm gonna be I like watching. That. I'm gonna be watching for that now and be like, "Hey, look, there's there's the skis that he walks around on." Okay, that's good. Shoeless James Wilder. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Shoeless James. That's a new one. Yeah, but we'll yep. go with that. Um, what uh, what's your favorite team to play against? Oh man, honestly, I mean, all jokes aside, man, Hamilton, Hamilton Tiger, okay. Tiger Cats, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um. One, because when I first came into the league, um, you know, I was with, with Toronto and mm-hmm. Hamilton was the rivals. And Toronto was another, um, had a historic rivalry with uh, the Thai Cats. And when I first came to Toronto, I don't, I know, I know you guys remember, I moved in, I was all in. I was like, man, I'm going to do the CFL thing all in. Like, so I was all in with the rivalry. I was just, I remember tweeting, like, I hate the Thai Cats. Like, I, if, <laughs> if the Argos hate them, I hate them. <laughs> and uh, man, nobody warned me about their, you know, their fan base, man. Their fan base brutal. Sense. Um, I don't even make it through the tunnel, man. They're hanging out the tunnel. Got, you know, me posters hanging over the tunnel, calling me names, but respectfully <laughs> in the funnest way. And then of course, you know, me and Simone always go at it. Um, he kind of in the football world, he doesn't like me. I don't like him in the football world. Of course, there's, I don't have any beef with anybody outside of football, but. That's always fun. Um, that's always, you know, get those talks going between the fan bases. And I think that's what football is about. And I think that's what keeps the entertainment going. And it's always fun for me. Their fans hate me and um, I don't like them. And, um, you know, after the game, they always, you know, they always say, hey, James, we hate you. But, man, we love you, man. We, we love what you do the league. And it's kind of like a, a weird mutual respect. <laughs> They're brutal. They're brutal. I went to Hamilton to watch a game with the Elks, well, then Eskimos, and they were chanting Argo suck while we were playing them. I was like, wow, that, that hate <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's real. The beef is real with the Argos and Tycats, man. But hey, but hey, look, don't, look, do not worry, though. Like I said, I'm all in with my organization, so, you know, it, it's beef with, with, with um, Calgary for me right now. So we'll make sure, Kayla, we get you that game you're, you're looking for. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what we love to hear, what we love to hear. Um, what's the first thing you do after winning a Grey Cup? First thing, oh well, 
we 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 parted, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of enjoyed our winnings for the season, man. It's kind of something we've we we held ourselves accountable um for the season, like, hey guys, we're gonna enjoy ourselves, but you know, let's not go crazy partying, man. You know, this is a city in Toronto where you can really get lost and let's let's keep our main focus on the great cup. So it was a big city. It was never my, you know, I, I went to Toronto for the first time. Everybody knows Toronto is a nice, huge, fun city in Canada. And, um, you know, we pretty much, we stayed focused that whole year. I mean, we, we enjoyed ourselves a little bit, but for the most part, we, we stayed focused. So we just celebrated, man. Honestly, we celebrated. We all enjoyed ourselves. And to be able to see guys that I couldn't even think will be celebrating ever, celebrating with us. I mean, that's what made that night special as well, too. That's awesome. Say something. Now, what do you do after winning your next Grey Cup? <laughs> The next Grey Cup, uh, two, double the celebrating, probably. Double, <laughs> the, double the celebration. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just wait for my invitation on the sideline. It's okay. That's there fine. we go, man. No, man, trust me. The whole city's going to be, hey, we're going to do it big. We're doing the Grey Cup. We're doing it big. When we do it, man. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Um, now, when you're not watching film or, or working out or playing football, is there anything else that you like to do? Uh Man, um, yeah, I like to get out, man. I, 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 like I said, I live down here in Florida, so we get out, we hang out at the beach the whole time. You know, we get out, find our own area where I'm not chasing the kids down everywhere, just let them run around in the sand. You know, <laughs> the, the wife, she likes the tan, man, and, and, you know, as long as the beach has a little tent I can get up under, you know, we're good. You know, put on some podcasts and just sit back at the beach. The beach is our thing down here in Florida. Oh, that's Oof. outstanding. That's outstanding. And, and now I'm jealous. But still, um, I was um, Now, I know you, you've been around one year. You, you're going into your second year, uh, but you've been in the locker room. You, you've, you know, you've seen the tradition in the locker room, all those types of things. What, what, what does the EE way mean to you? Wow. Oh, that's a good one, man. The EE way, man, just tradition. And when you say tradition in history, of course, that's cliche to say, but when you say tradition and history with teams like Edmonton, like that's that holds weight. You know, these, these this is a franchise. These franchises have so many championships. These franchises been long been here longer than NFL teams, like a long time. You know, you got legendary Hall of Fame guys, especially the one that I got coming to the camp. By the way, uh, <laughs> good plug, <laughs> good plug. For this team, like you walk into the locker room, man, and you can really just feel the energy. Like you can feel the energy that. That's in there. You can feel that presence. That's why they do the locker room tours. You know, that's why they like you can really yeah. feel it in there. And they, you can see the history. They have all the history right there in the locker um, in the locker room. And you can really feel why they call it, you know, the, the, the city of champions. Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Um, all right, uh, before we uh, do some plugs here for the end, um, let's quickly say this episode is also brought to you by the Northwest Fest International Documentary Festival, running in cinema from May 6th to the 14th and online from May 5th to the 15th. Um, Northwest Fest is thrilled to finally be able to bring the festival back to Metro Cinema this year uh, with an outstanding lineup of some of the year's best docs uh, and a few fun surprises. This year's festival Festival is a hybrid affair with over 20 films screening at Metro Cinema, including the acclaimed Nick Cave music doc, This Much I Know to Be True, along with dozens of feature and short films screening online. Uh, Award-winning filmmaker Alexandre Ophilippe will also be in town to present his filmmaking masterclass. So this event is open to the public and is an absolute must for anyone who's ever dreamed of making their own film. Check out the full Northwest Fest film lineup and purchase all access passes or single tickets 
tickets at northwestfest.ca. That's northwestfest.ca. Uh, James, thank you so much for taking your, this time to join us and, and have some laughs and, and tell us about your football past and, and what's coming up. Um, while everybody's here, um, let's give, give, every, give all the plugs again. Where does everybody get part of being part of Wilder Week uh, other than uh, my 15-year-old who I just signed up while Mike was doing the Horde and Tell? Uh, but everyone oh, else is... <laughs> But uh, where does everybody else join in so that they can uh, be part of it? Okay, guys, so for Wilder Week, this is what you have to do. Honestly, you can just um, hit up my DMs on Twitter or Instagram. If not, you can hit up my email, jameswilderjr at yahoo.com. jameswilderjr at yahoo.com. Principals, teachers, we're filling up the spots. There's going to be 15 schools throughout the whole week between the 2nd and the 6th. I'm looking for five elementary schools, five middle schools, five high schools first come first serve that's all you have to do and i'm there it's so not it's no money involved sign up your school and i am there it's that easy guys just do it and um long as it, i mean it has to be in edmonton of course I mean, yeah. Let me add that. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good thing but, yeah. um, and i'm gonna be there guys and then of course for the camp um may 7th we're gonna have a whole bunch of my teammates there a lot of my brothers there um some coaches there and of course the surprise Hall of Fame um, past player as well. That's going to be on my Instagram. That's going to be on my um, Twitter as well. And that is I A M underscore Wilder 32. I A M underscore W I L D E R 32. Fantastic. And uh, man, I, I, I can't wait to see uh, pictures and stuff from, from Wilder Week and from the camp because I know like both Mike and I have talked about it before part of our attachment to the team is when we were kids, the players came to the school and we were like, I can't believe this guy is here and he's actually talking to me and it was crazy. Right. So, uh, I love that you're getting that chance to be back in the community and, uh, and spreading this positive energy. It's, it's fantastic. And, and so thank you so much for that. It's It's gonna be very exciting to watch. Um, and then of course the next week is camp, which for us is even more exciting to watch. So <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> James Wilder Jr. at linebacker. It's gonna be amazing. Okay. Um, let's, <laughs> I just keep getting a plug it cause it's funny. Uh, super fan, Mike, where does everybody find you? Uh, they find me at 56 Parkies on Twitter is probably the best spot, or you can find the history and horde segments uh, at Edmonton Football History, which is at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. And Commissioner? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. And I just want to comment, every time Mike says that, it's flawless. It took me <laughs> a year to get an old podcast <laughs> name right. But it's right Just now. kiss, man. <laughs> He is, he is pretty amazing. That's why we call him Super. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can follow me at Prefelicious. Um, uh, our APN shout out to this week. I love that. Uh, goes to uh, the Two and Out CFL podcast uh, as the fourth next week. Uh, and camps open right away. So up with Brazilian Thai uh, and Travera as uh, all everything going for the season. Um, you can find them and all the other shows at the Podcast Network dot com. Uh, and of course, pay it forward with football. Uh, make sure that you are joining their yeah. winning fundraiser. It's this Sunday first. Um, there's still 
some tickets available, and they extended the ticket deadline until April 30th. Um, there will be some out there that will be there, so uh, reach out to the Join in the Fun. Uh, the Super Family and my family will be there for sure, and we're very excited to be part of that. It's going to be a blast. Uh, and join us in the huddle at the Turf District. You can find that on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram, and uh, we're there for all the different uh, chats and things. Uh, of course, we are going to have overtime right away, so if you're on YouTube Live, stick around for overtime. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the new rules. We'll talk about uh, some of the things that are going on as we get to the draft next week. Um, if you're not up for that, then otherwise, we will be back uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, we will catch up on everything that happened at the draft, uh, and that will start our season run of weekly shows, uh, and we can't wait to get back to weekly and talk in some real football with some of the stuff that's on field. It's going to be so amazing. Uh, so camp is right around the corner, everyone. Uh, it's Oh, I can't even tell you how excited I am. Uh, thank you again to James Wilder yep. Jr., amazing guest, and uh, I love laughs and I love the positivity. It's, it's outstanding. Um, so for James Wilder Jr., for Superfan Mike, for Commissioner Kelly Andrew, remember you can't catch football with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you in a couple weeks or in a few minutes on overtime. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.